Chrissy Shu here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to another episode with us. Today, on with me, I have the wonderful Sterling Ray. What's up, Sterling? What's up, guys? Thank you for that intro. That's so special. (laughs) Wonderful. Yes, we're so glad you're back on the podcast with us. And this is episode eight. We are just pumped to jump into today's question and today's topic. But before we do that, Sterling, I have just a random question for you that I think all of the Rooted Girls really want to know. Yes. Okay, so if you could do any other career or profession outside of the one you're currently in, and you know, you and I are both involved in ministry in various ways and things, but if you could do anything else, I don't know if you ever think about this, but I think about it sometimes. Not that I want to leave my career, <laughs> but <laughs> right, right, right. just for fun, if you could do anything else outside of ministry, the career you're in, could be random, could be normal, you know, what would you pick? Well, if I was not uh, doing vocational ministry, which is getting paid to, you know, to serve a church and and be be pastoring, I would choose the ministry of surf instructing. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Because I think that is ministry, kind of. She's a good surfer, guys. in different ways. Okay, I, I do have to just say, like, it makes it sound like I'm like an excellent surfer. I've literally surfed twice in my life. Um, but I literally love it so much. I've seen pictures. She looks legit. Oh my gosh. Bless you. Um, but yeah, that's something I think I would love to do. And it's ironic that I live in Oklahoma. So it's like, not really by the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, that's sometimes where I go. Yes. When you need to just get away. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's not what I would pick. I actually was in Hawaii one time and someone asked me if I wanted to try surfing and I was like, uh, hard pass. (laughs) Probably not. Probably not. It's a lot of work. Not a fan of salt water getting in my nose. (laughs) So I know it's slightly dangerous. (laughs) Anyway, so for me, I think, yeah. Okay, this is totally random, probably more random than yours, but I love Disney. Everybody knows that. Well, if you know me, you know that. Oh man, I think I know. And I would love, if I wasn't called in ministry and if I didn't really know what God wanted me to do, I would love to go to Disney World and be a Disney princess character. I think that would be yes, so fun. I or like it. act in those shows <laughs> out there, like get in, be in the Frozen show, like singing oh songs on stage. That'd be very fun. Or I've always said, kind of along the same lines, I wish I could be like an animated voice in a movie, preferably Disney princess oh voice, but where you Perfect. like sing and talk and I'm like, no one would see me. You know, I'd be this little <laughs> animated character, but that would be like my dream job to be like, the voice behind uh, animated Disney character. Okay, I knew the first one, but I did not know the second one. Yeah, but, but that doesn't of course they me. both involve Disney. <laughs> For sure, I can totally the see the inner it. kid in me is coming out. But yeah, that's what I that's what I think I'd want to do. So, anyways, now that you guys know that about yeah. us, we know that was very important, and you all were just dying, <laughs> dying to, know. to know. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. Well, we're gonna actually start the podcast <laughs> at a more serious note here, and this is episode eight. And today, we're actually gonna talk about how to deal with temptation and I asked Sterling to be on this episode with me and I was going to ask her some questions about this topic um, because at our Rooted Girls Conference in Tulsa in the spring Sterling actually spoke a great message on the topic of temptation and how to deal with it and um, we're just going to dig a little bit deeper and discuss that topic farther today on the podcast and I know Sterling has a lot of great content to share but before we jump into that we just want to remind you guys you know We don't have all the answers. We don't know everything. That'd be nice, but we don't. But we always would do our very best to answer the questions that you guys have asked based off of life experience and, of course, what the Bible says. We'll always try to point you back to biblical truth. Yeah, so good. 
So let's jump on in. So this question actually on Temptation was asked by a girl at our spring 2019 um, Tulsa conference in one of our panel breakout sessions. And she asked, um, since temptation is hard, what makes it easier? (laughs) So very broad question. There's so much we could talk about with this. Sterling, you ready to jump in? Yes. Yeah. So so I I don't know if you have any initial thoughts or we could just start off by Mm. defining even like what What it looks like to be tempted. Yes, for sure. I think I definitely would love, yeah, to talk about what temptation is and what it isn't before we answer that. But but, um, before I get to that answer, I will just say, some of you guys might have heard the quote, um, work uh, smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And I think that when it comes to addressing temptation in your life, um, that is really something that we should shoot for. We should shoot to be wiser in our approach to temptation, not necessarily, um, just working, working harder because it's only through the grace of Jesus and through wisdom and all those things that we even know how to approach it. Uh, so, you know, that's just, that's a good thing to to remind yourself right off the bat is it's not really like who's strongest. It's about, um, just knowing where to turn. Um, and, and so I'll just, you know, dovetail off that by saying temptation is a part of the Christian life. Mm -hmm. There's no getting around it. uh -uh. And, And honestly, um, growing up, you know, as a kid, and I'm sure maybe you can relate to this, Christy, maybe people who have grown up, you know, in a church community, Sometimes you can get the idea that if I'm tempted, um, that means that I've done something wrong already, or I'm bad, or um, right. I'm just not a strong Christian if I'm dealing with temptation. Totally. And, and really, yeah, so I mean... I've definitely had those thoughts growing up and things for sure. Yeah, okay, so I mean, and that's that's probably not just us, you know, there's, right. there's many people who think, you know, temptation carries with it this like, oh my gosh, temptation, it sounds like... There's so much shame attached to it. But like I said before, it really is a part of the Christian mm-hmm. life. Like every single person who is following Jesus um, is going to be tempted because uh-huh. Jesus himself was, was tempted. tempted. And was we have an enemy that, you know, that wants to, you know, come against us in that. So um, we can talk about what temptation is and what it uh-huh. isn't if you want, just to kind of start yeah, off. Yeah, let's just start off there and then dive deeper. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, temptation uh, basically is an opportunity to sin. Mm-hmm. That's that's a simple way that I would define it. So a lot of people confuse sin and temptation. So there, there really is a difference. So sin would be, um, if, if I could relate it with like an illustration, this is what I would give you. So temptation comes knocking on everybody's door. Right. Sin is when I open the door, I invite it in, and I say, you can move into my house. That, that's good. That is sin. Yep. Tempt, but if but if I'm talking about just temptation, mm-hmm. I can answer the door, and temptation comes knocking on everybody's door. Like you said, even Jesus's door. Even Jesus's door. He was door. walking on earth during his earthly ministry. It even came to his door, right? Exactly. But it doesn't have to turn into a sin. So when temptation comes knocking on my door, I can choose to respond in a way that is not, "Hey, come move into my house." Right. But I can deal with it and shut the door again. So I would say that's probably a really good that's illustration. That's such a good definition for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, um, you know, it's it's such an encouragement to me, you know, thinking about Jesus's life too uh-huh. in that because I'm like, okay, this is our savior. He's fully God, but yet he's also a man. He knows what it's like to live on the earth and to be tempted. And I honestly think that one of the reasons why Jesus was tempted while he was here on earth was 
to really show us and to model for us, hey, this is how to respond when the enemy comes So good, so good. And that's why Jesus yeah. walked on earth and had his earthly ministry is to model for us how to deal with several different situations in life. But I think mm-hmm. those temptations that are mentioned in the Gospels where Jesus was tempted by the devil, you know, standing right there like himself. Yeah. Um, it's such a good example and just illustration of how we should respond when we are tempted. Because like you mm-hmm. said, Story, and that was so good what you started off with, like, everybody's tempted and that itself is not bad. And like you said, growing up in a Christian home and if you grew up in a Christian school or church, you know, you think like, ah, I can't ever be tempted because you know that I'm going to fall away and I'm going to go down this bad path. But temptation is not bad, but the minute you act on it Mm -hmm. in a wrong way, it turns into sin and that's not good. It's so true. And I'll just say this, shame steals your strength. Mm-hmm. So if you think that when I'm tempted, that means I'm a bad, I'm, I'm bad, I've done something wrong, um, you know, if you equate temptation with sin, then automatically you're going to feel so shameful that you don't even have the strength to right. fight it. Yep. So it's really important for us to recognize like, man, when we're in Jesus, we don't have shame. We don't, we don't have to live under condemnation, mm-hmm. even when temptation comes knocking on the door yes. and says, hey, what's up? I'm here. Yeah, let me um, in. <laughs> I want you to fall. I want you to make a mistake. Um, we can rise up in our identity in Christ then and say like, man, I know that even though I'm dealing with this and even though it's hard, um, God, man, he is... He has covered me in his grace and I can make the right decision in that. And I know in later on the podcast, we'll talk about yeah. ways we can respond and some things like that. But, um, I did just want to address that because in my own life, that yeah. was something that I didn't deal with a ton of, you know, what people would label as, you know, common temptation growing up, you mm-hmm. know, um, I had a pretty good relationship with Jesus and I'm, I had that personality that kind of just likes to make yeah. the right decision, you know? Yeah, me too. Um, uh, but the older I got, the more I realized, oh man, I'm, I'm struggling with different things that I never thought I'd struggle with. And so I had to learn really quickly, well, what does God believe about temptation? Uh-huh. And, and what, you know, what does the word say about temptation yeah. and how do I respond to it? So let's dive into that a little deeper. Like maybe you can shed some light on for the girls listening, like what the word actually does say about temptation, how we should face it, how we should go about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, in, in the book of James, it says that uh, we are actually led into sin by our desires. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and if you, you might be listening to this podcast, I'm just going to say this, and you might not even know what I, what we mean when we say sin. Right. Um, <laughs> let's true. just start there. Uh, a sin, you know, sin is anything that really wants to take the place of God in yes. your life. Um, so it would be um, something that could be a habit, a pattern, a struggle, something that is, uh, you know, unhealthy in your life. Um, sin could even be something that starts off as a good thing, but then right. it turns into something that you are actually worshiping um, above God. And before God, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and often, I would say most sin starts in secret. Yes. Um, so it could be um, just anything that starts to steal your desires away from the things of God yes. and starts to put it on yourself. Um, or, you know, something else that could give you what you think that God, only God can give you. Um, and so I, I just want to start off by saying, man, all of us, um, we are sinful. Yes. <laughs> we, we are not perfect. Even though we've been saved by grace, um, we will have to battle sinful desires mm-hmm. for the rest of our life. And through Jesus, we can live f- victorious, but the enemy wants us to be controlled. The Bible yes. says, he, you know, that he wants us to be controlled by sin. Um, and... 
Jesus wants the opposite. He yes, wants us right. to live in freedom. He came to bring us freedom. And so um, Jesus didn't free us from the presence of sin because, you know, none of us are perfect. None yeah. of us are God. We're humans. And we live in a fallen world. Absolutely. You know? So we're not freed from presence of the sin. The presence sure. of sin. Yeah, but we are free from the power of sin. That's right. So that means that I don't have to live controlled by the desires, the sinful desires in me. I have sinful desires. I'm always going to probably battle some of those. But there's a difference between having those desires and being controlled by those desires. Right. So I would ask you if you're like, I don't know really if I have sin in my life or if, if you know, what my struggles are. Um, I would just say, man, dig into God's word mm-hmm. and, and seek the Lord. And um, the Holy Spirit is wonderful because the Bible says that the spirit searches our heart. Yeah. It's the spirit of truth. And so the closer you get to God, the deeper your relationship gets, the more he will start to reveal those things in your life that are sin that maybe you didn't see as sin before. So, you know, things in your life that are maybe distracting you from the That's purposes so of God or yeah, things that are stealing your attention and affection away from God. Maybe things that steal your you know, your peace or your joy mm-hmm. or the depth of your relationship with God. Um, and, and God really knows how to show you yes. what those things are. I think that's such good advice. You can just pray like, God, search me. Like yeah. anything in my heart that is not of you or that is pulling me farther away from you or is dishonoring to you, show me what that is. Bring that to light mm-hmm. and just take that away. I think that's so good. Yeah, and it really is. And David even prays in yes. the Psalms. He asks God, search me know me mm-hmm. try me and see if there's anything in my heart basically that doesn't line up with the way you want me to live and that tells me that man i don't even know my own heart uh-huh. I, I think i know my heart but really god knows my heart even more than i do right and so that's why we don't have to be stressed out about oh my gosh is there yes. sin in my life like always stressed uh-huh. out about yeah. it uh-huh. but if we're if we're walking with jesus every day if we're reading the word if we're if we're giving our life to him god is faithful to show us where there's sin not because he wants to shame us, but because he wants to free us. That's so good. Well, yeah. I think you're kind of along these lines already, but the direct question that was asked in the podcast that we said is so broad, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. since temptation is hard, what makes it easier? What would you say can make temptation make easier, easier for girls? Because like we mentioned, That's everybody's going to be tempted. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's going to come knocking on everybody's door. How do we deal with that? How can we face that in an easier way? Mm-hmm. Great, man. It really is such a great question. I was thinking about this earlier and... I'll be real. I don't know if battling temptation ever gets easier as mm-hmm. a Christian, but we get stronger when it comes to um, how to resist, and we get smarter, yes. um, smarter spiritually yes. when we take in the wisdom in God's word and the wisdom from people around us. So, whoever asked this, I want to encourage you. I, I don't want you to feel sad um, by yeah. hearing this answer uh, because. Like we said before, temptation is part of the Christian life. So again, I don't know if it ever gets easier because temptation is not fun. Mm-hmm. But as we grow in the Lord, it, it does feel easier in the sense of mm-hmm. when we know how to respond. Yes. And when we can recognize who we are in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some practical things I can get into. Um, and, you know, we can probably just dive right it. on yeah. in from there. Um, so I would say... The first thing that makes temptation easier is understanding uh, where, in what area the temptation is coming from. So 
everybody has different needs in your life. You have different strengths, different weaknesses, and that means the enemy is going to tempt you in the in the way that he knows yes. that you are going to need to be like tempted. I feel like that is so true um, to myself. It's like he hits me where it hurts, yes. you know, or where he knows totally. he's going to get me. Yeah. yeah, he's, you know, he's strategic. He's, he's smart. He's yeah. not more powerful than God. He's not smarter right. than God, but he is crafty. Yes, very um, crafty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the enemy is, he's even called the tempter um, mm-hmm. in, in the word. And so... And the Bible actually says that he looks for an opportune time, or he's like uh, a lion that uh-huh. roams to and crawling from, around, yeah, yeah. seeking who That's to right. devour. So, um, you know, we don't want to underestimate the enemy's craftiness, but we also don't want to overestimate him either and be a, be afraid. We just want to also be aware. That's the Bible good. says, "Be aware of the schemes of the enemy." So, so for us, how, what makes you know what makes it a little bit easier to navigate? I would say know yourself mm-hmm. first and know know where you're at. That's know so what your needs are because when the enemy came to Jesus to tempt Jesus, he tempted Jesus based on who Jesus was. Right. He said two of the times he went to tempt Jesus, he said, "If you're the Son of God," and then he finished his sentence. Uh-huh. So he knew who Jesus was. And he tried to tempt him based on what his struggles were, yeah. you know, who he was. And, like, Jesus had been fasting for 40 days in the wilderness. You can go to Matthew 4 and read this story. But Jesus was fasting in order to really to connect with God out in yeah. the wilderness. And, um, you know, the enemy came at him when he was hungry. So, I'm sure he was hangry. I mean, 40 days, that's a lot Not just time. hungry, but hangry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus knows, I can't guys. even go, like, 40 Hours. No, <laughs> definitely not like without yeah. eating. 40, 40 days no. is a lot. It's, yes. 40 minutes is tough for me. <laughs> that's real. I've, yes, I've experienced this as well. Um, praise God for Chick-fil-A. Amen. Yes. Amen. Um, but, but yeah, like Jesus was already hungry. Right. And one of the first things the enemy tempts Jesus with is he basically says, hey, like turn these stones into bread. You know, if you're really the son of God, yeah. you can do that. And he was trying, like you mentioned earlier, to get at his identity, like who he was, like if you are, like trying to do this to prove himself. Totally. You know? Absolutely. And um, so that first temptation really had to do with um, the area that Jesus was needy. So if we're applying this to ourselves, this is what I would ask you girls is know where you are most needy because we all have needs and it's not bad to have needs. But if we're not um, conscious of how we're meeting those needs, the enemy mm-hmm. will provide a way for you to meet your own needs yes. in a way that's not healthy always. So, so the needs aren't wrong, but if we are driven to meet our own needs in mm-hmm. a way that maybe isn't healthy, then it can turn into sin sometimes. Yes. And I've experienced that in myself. The times I've been most tempted in my life or when I was going through things uh-huh. to where Me I had too. some really deep needs and Danny knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why it's so good. I mean, the whole point of rooted is to encourage and equip girls to have who they are rooted, their identity, you know, rooted in Christ. And that's why it's so important that we are constantly making an effort to do that because like Sterling's been saying this entire episode, like temptations will come problems, like will come hard situations where you got to make a choice. Do I fall into sin or do I look the other way? That's inevitable. It's going to come. But when we know who we are in Christ, like you were saying, when we're strong in the Lord and we lean on him, it makes it so much easier to deal with those temptations. So that's why it's so important that we're seeking God and just continuously finding who we are in him because it makes it so much easier to deal with the temptations when they come. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I would say, and you kind of mentioned this, Christy, but um, definitely 
two of the areas I think that we're most tempted is one in the area of needs, like we said, mm-hmm. but also in the area of identity yes. where the enemy will basically convince you, you know, if you do this, if you prove yourself in this way, then you'll know who you are. Yeah, right. Um, so I think for girls, a lot of that um, can come where maybe you, you're you struggling in your self-worth, you're struggling yeah. in your, your self-esteem, who you are. A lot of times we can fall into sin um, in a way to convince ourselves that we're worth something or that we yes. know who we are. So maybe that's a relationship that you uh-huh. shouldn't be in. It's not healthy, but it's something that it gives you a sense of self-worth or maybe that's, um, striving to, Uh you know, towards a goal that maybe started off as healthy, but, um, you're really running after something out of pride to prove Mm -hmm. yourself. Maybe you're, maybe you're gossiping in order to make yourself feel better. Maybe you are, um, you're feeling lonely and you're just like tempted to get in with a crowd that you know is not Mm -hmm. the right crowd and they're going to lead you farther away from God and not closer to God. Mm -hmm. But you're like, I'm lonely. I need friends. And you're tempted to get in with that crowd. But it's so much easier. Like we're saying, when you have your identity sure and secure in the Lord, it's so much easier to not fall into those temptation Mm -hmm. traps. Absolutely. So yeah, that area of identity is really big. Um, but yeah, I would just honestly on, on a practical note, like, I would just say um, find healthy ways to meet your needs, whether that is an emotional need, uh-huh. a physical need, or a spiritual need. Um, because the truth is, is that ladies, we are we are complex beings. You know? Yeah, we, we are. We are uh, <laughs> spirit, soul, and body. Right. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but the truth is, is that we have spiritual needs, we have physical needs, and we have emotional needs. Um, and if we aren't conscious of those needs, the enemy will find whatever is lacking uh-huh. and he will try to present something that will satisfy you or meet those needs in a way that's not healthy. But the good news is, is that there really are healthy ways yes. to meet those needs. Um, and I know in my life, um, my needs look different depending on my season. Right. That's so, so true. So yeah. So right now I'll be honest youth pastoring. I love our students. I love what I get to do. I get to counsel people. I get to help people, pray for them, pour Uh into them. But it is an emotionally draining job, probably more than other areas. So for me, I know that um, if I'm not careful uh, about my emotional health, like making sure that I feel cared for, running to the healthy friendships I have in my life, um, making sure I'm going to God or Mm -hmm. even getting counseling sometimes. um, If I'm not doing that, uh, then I will seek after relationships that sometimes aren't healthy. Aren't good. Right. Um, just because I need someone to listen to me. Yes, someone listen exactly. to me. Someone what care about me. me. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm getting really real. There have been days where I've come home from even a time of ministry or something where I was pouring out a lot and I feel so emotionally drained. And it's those times when I've been most tempted. I've literally typed out a text before to, you know, to a guy that I knew like, okay, this guy's probably not the right guy uh, to to turn to when I'm emotionally needy, but because I felt lonely, because I felt hungry for affirmation, I've almost sent a couple texts and then God said, Hey girl, Hey, have (laughs) you, back up. (laughs) Yeah. Back up. Have you talked to to me before you go to church? Hey, that's, we know this is the unhealthy option. Um, and, uh, and every circumstance is different. So I'm not here to tell everybody what that looks like for you. I'm just here to say, Hey, know, mm-hmm. know your needs, know your season and, uh, be aware That's of those, day, those hard days. And we all do have needs. Like you said, you oh, know, yeah. God created each and every one of us with a void and we like 
constantly as people and humans look for things to fill that void. Mm -hmm. So it might be a relationship or it might be hanging with people. It's people, you know, but you're hanging with people and filling that void with the wrong crowd. It might just be your reputation, you know, what people think of me. It's like, we all have needs. We all have a void that we want to fill. And life just gets a lot easier. Facing temptation gets a lot easier when we are filling that void with Christ. And I love how you use that example, Sterling, of like, I was about to do this. I was about to text that guy. But then I was like, wait a minute. Have I talked to Jesus about it? Or have I gave it to him? And it's like, that really should be our first response when thinking about temptation or dealing with temptation is like, wait, hold up. <laughs> Let me pause for a second. Pump the brakes and think like, what would Jesus do? Or have I turned to Jesus in this situation? Have I really given it to him? Yeah. And then it's like, no, I haven't even thought about him. <laughs> I haven't mm -hmm. talked to him about it at all. And I think when we pause and we think about that, like how would Jesus handle this situation I'm in? Or how would he react? Or yeah. what would he do? It just halts us and allows us to stop and just reevaluate. And I think that will save us from falling into all kinds of different temptation and problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll say too, you know, sometimes you know, especially when we're young, we're learning to know ourselves uh -huh. and know our needs. And that's why it's really important for us. This is the probably the second practical tip I would give is not just know yourself, but surround yourself with godly community so true. that um, is a safe place to be known. Um, I've had friends in my life who love me, who care about me. I've mm -hmm. had spiritual authority in my life who has been able to say, Sterling, it, I'm worried about you. Yeah. And that's <laughs> um, good. We all seasons. need that. Yeah. Or like, hey girl, what are you doing, doing to get yeah. your needs met right now? Um, and I'm so glad I have people to ask those questions because I'll be honest, all of us as humans, and I'll just speak for me, I can be really good at even thinking I'm stronger than I am, uh -huh. trying to take things on, trying to be like, no, I'm all good. I don't need anybody. Um, just push through. Just fine. push through. Yeah. And in reality, I'm actually not doing super great. Yeah. But to have people in my life that know me, sometimes even better than I know myself, mm -hmm. Um, that's really awesome because God uses those people For in sure. your life to be like, Hey, red flag girl, red yes. flag. Like what are, what are you doing? And are you starting some unhealthy patterns, you know, that's uh, good. in your life and family. If, if you have family that loves Jesus, man, trust them. I'll trust what they're speaking to you because family so knows you. Really, they really know well. you. Yeah. For sure. So doing the temptation, you said, know what your needs are, mm -hmm. assess them, evaluate them and make sure you're filling those needs with Jesus. Yes. And then you also gave a tip to surround yourselves with good people. And honestly, I cannot hit that point home. I feel like I've mentioned it in several I podcast know, episodes so far, it, yeah. but it is so important. You know, like the saying, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Like in so many different areas of your life, it's so important to just be surrounding yourself with godly influences, people are taking you closer to Jesus, making you want to grow in your relationship with God. Because so temptation, one, that's so practical because it will be easier. You won't be tempted as much if you're not hanging out with a crowd and a group of people that tempt you. You know, it's just like you're not going to yes. be in as many tempting situations <laughs> if you're with the right crowd. Yeah, it's so true. And it's, you know, it's not wrong to have friends that maybe don't know Jesus or aren't as right. strong in their relationship with God as you. But you need an inner circle that's strong. You need an inner circle that yes. um, can meet some needs that you have in a healthy way so that you're not looking to the wrong crowd to do that. So I love that you said that. And I actually wrote something down, um, you know, when you're talking about like making wise decisions yeah. and the environments you put yourself in. Uh -huh. When it comes to temptation, ladies, if you know the area that is like your struggle or the thing that tempts you the most, 
Um, flee it, don't flirt with it. That's so that's good. What I, that's, flee it, don't flirt. If you're that gonna needs remember to be a hashtag. We say, yeah, hashtag <laughs> flee it, don't flirt with it. Why? Because sometimes, even when we know something's wrong, it feels fun for us to get as close as we can to mm-hmm. that thing and think, oh, I'm good. Like I'm not. I'm not going to fall into that. Yes. I'm not going to make that decision, but I can like be around it. Yes. But actually, God's word says that if your eye causes you to stumble, literally pluck, pluck it, it out. out. Yeah. Which, that's an extreme, like, you know, little illustration there. But basically what it's talking about is like, run. man, run away. Yes. You know, in Hebrews, it says, throw off the sin that so easily entangles you. It doesn't say, go sit next to it. Yeah, pet See it. how close you could get without getting into yeah, it. Yeah, like, dabble in it a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm, totally. And and again, like, I'll give a practical, you know, example from my own life. But like, um, you know, one of the things I've noticed for myself is that like social media can be something that turns into a sinful escape for me uh-huh. um, where it's... Social media is not bad. It's not right. a sin. But God's convicted me in an area of like, man, if you are choosing that uh-huh. instead of running to God to meet your needs, it becomes an idol. It becomes so sin. And so what I did for myself, because I know that like, man, just knowing that's not enough, I need to take you know, precautions there. Mm-hmm. I went into my phone and there's a way you can do this. If you're like me, if you've struggled with this, you can actually set time limits for yourself on different apps. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. You and have to I, show me after this recording. I will, I totally will. <laughs> and it's, awesome. it's been a good help. Again, not to be like, oh my gosh, I'm terrible. Like, right. I can, you know, I can never do anything right. Um, but it's like, man, it's just trying to use wisdom. I know some girls that have struggled with maybe watching movies uh, or, you know, things late at night, maybe on Netflix that they shouldn't be watching, maybe watching pornography, something mm-hmm. like that. And if that's a struggle for you, maybe don't keep your laptop or your phone in your room. Yeah, you're safe that's at good. Night. I know, practical tip. Yeah, I know a girl that was like, man, this is a struggle for me. So instead of just trusting, oh, I'm going to be strong enough, what she did was is she went to her parents and told them, hey, can I put my laptop in your room wow, before I go to that's sleep? Good. Now, if, if, this, if this is a struggle for you, yeah. man, you know that. If your laptop's in your parents' room, like, you're not going to come knocking on their door at, like, 1130 p.m. to go get it. And that might seem strong, but I'll I'll just say this. Man, if you want to get free from something, you will do whatever Whatever it takes. takes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in the beginning of trying to get free from a, a sinful habit, you have to make pretty strong decisions, but God will honor that, and he will really give you the strength to do it. That is so good. Yeah. Wow, we're... Almost about to wrap up here, Sterling, but I don't want to because you're saying no. such great stuff. But um, as we do begin to wrap up, any stories from your own life mm. that you can just share to encourage the girls of a time that you were tempted or faced temptation and how you dealt with it? Totally. Any kind of practical story you can give them just as an example to kind of help guide them? Totally. Um, well, I'll just, it's a kind of a long story, but I'll try to give you guys the, the short version. I think I mentioned, um, this briefly actually when I got to speak at the conference. So I'll, if you, if you're at the conference, you might've heard this, but I'll recap it a little bit, but actually pretty recently, um, like a couple of years ago, uh, I had, uh, this guy come into my life who basically was, you know, very smooth, very charming, uh-huh. very attractive guy, but right off the bat, um, through a lot of different ways, I knew this was not the right person for me and it was somebody that um definitely was going to become a a distraction in my life somebody who was not 
following God the way uh-huh. that I was, but he was very good looking and he was very smooth. And so tough. It, tough yeah, one. I'm single, you know, I'm 26. <laughs> right. I definitely have the desire to be married. Um, but, uh, I knew that this was not the guy. Yeah. So basically, um, there was a time in my life where I was, you know, again, very tired, dealing with a lot emotionally. Actually, someone in my life um, passed away, and so I was grieving. Yes. I was going through a lot. Vulnerable time. And of course, <laughs> that's when the enemy that's comes. That's when the in. enemy comes. Yep, so right. literally, it was like a week after um, someone really close to me passed away. I was grieving. This guy comes into my life, and um, he actually told me that God spoke to him and told him that I was his wife, Uh-oh. which is a crazy, <laughs> yeah, crazy situation. Um, but it was one of those things to where I recognized, man, even though I know this is wrong, I was tired. Right. I was grieving. But good to have someone to talk I to I wanted someone, yeah, right. I wanted like, I mean, I wanted someone, um, yeah, that I could just like confide in and be there and whatever. And so I'll make a long story short, but there was, there was one time where I was like, man, well, I, I probably need to have a conversation with God, uh-huh. make sure I cut this situation off, you know? And so... We went to a restaurant, we had the conversation, um, but on the way back home, like, we're riding in the car together, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is really tough, like, this person's really attractive, I want to, yeah. <laughs> I want to, like, make the wrong decision right now, and um, we, like, parked, and literally, we're, like, wrapping up the conversation, and when I say, like, flee temptation, don't flirt with it, this is, I've literally been there, so I yes. can say, I know what it takes, but literally, I just felt like, like God told me, like if you don't get out of this car right now, like you're gonna make some decisions. That she you threw off her heels regret. and she started running. <laughs> yeah, leaving earrings. No. Yeah, but yeah, I I literally like had to just get out of the car, and um, I went back home and I realized like you know what, even though I knew all the right decisions to make, my heart was really pulled to make the uh-huh. wrong decision. So what I did was um, I immediately talked to my accountability and the people in my life and said, hey, um, even though I maybe didn't act on the things that uh-huh. I wanted to do and I didn't I didn't technically make the wrong decision, I know in my heart um, I was really not in a healthy place. Yeah. You know, I really, I, I wanted to turn to this person instead of turning to God and getting my needs met. So it was awesome to walk through that because I was able to go to my leaders for prayer, right. go to my friends and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. And honestly... It was a time where God really showed me, Sterling, um, my grace will carry you through this and you don't have to walk through this alone. So I got to learn how to depend on God wow. on a way deeper level. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of like a little story, but. So good. Might look I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure if you haven't yet, you probably will totally. <laughs> one of these days. But I love what you said, Sterling, just to kind of sum up this whole talk, which has been so good. Yeah. But to just flee and don't flirt with temptation. And that's the thing. You just got to realize it and be like, I'm in a moment where I can make a choice here, but I want to honor God and I'm going to run. And you know, something I've learned over the years, the pleasure that comes from temptation is temporary. Mm, And then you'll probably regret it later. If you do act on and, you know, cave and kind of get into that thing that's tempting you. Always pretty much. It doesn't equal long-term gain. Like for the long run, if you're thinking forward and about your future and things, being tempted and caving and giving in in the moment usually is something you will regret. It's like a temporary pleasure and a temporary good feeling. But in the long run, it's not going to be worth it. So what Sterling said, flee, don't flirt with it, get away. 
And, you know, I think as we wrap this up, if you have been tempted and you have acted on it or you have fallen into sin, we're not trying to condemn you. It's okay. Like Sterling shared earlier, you know, in Romans it says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So it's not too late for you. You know, don't feel bad. We're not trying to make you feel like a horrible person because we, we all mess up. But um, when you're tempted, you should just try to flee, get away from the situation, and just try to make decisions that honor God above all else. Yeah, it's so true. And I'll just throw this in here. Um, my leaders in my life have told me this a lot. And it's really helped me. But um, God only reveals to heal. Mm, so if good. God has revealed to you that you have sin in your life and you have fallen, um, man, be encouraged that, yeah. that He's not revealing that to bring shame to your life. He's revealing that to bring you healing and freedom so that you don't live bound to things that can never give you what God can give you. And man, I just want to encourage someone with that today. Yeah, because, that's um, so good. Because we're going to all, I mean, as we grow in Jesus, we're going to still encounter areas of sin. Always. We're going to still encounter mm-hmm. temptation. And so it's awesome when we know Man, God just wants to heal and bring freedom. That's so good. Well, Sterling, thanks so much for just sharing your wisdom today on this episode. And girls, I know I'm speaking for Sterling here, but if you want to hear more about it, like feel free to reach out to her, message her. If you have further questions, find her on Instagram and just shoot her a message and be like, hey, I'm dealing with this or I'm struggling with this. I know she'd love to walk you through it or I would love to help you too. We're definitely always here for you girls. You know, that's why we created the podcast is to answer your real life questions about real life situations that you guys are dealing with. So thanks Sterling so so much for just sharing that wisdom. And we're, you know, not done with the podcast. We got another episode coming up on the first Friday in October. And we're actually going to be talking about the topic of being a light. A question that was asked on that is how do I help a friend or how do I minister to someone who has lost their faith? Or how should I pray for a person to come to know the Lord? So next episode, episode nine, we're going to be diving in to that topic. So make sure you check that out. But again, girls, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much, Sterling, for being on. Yes, absolutely. This has been awesome. Love you, Christy. And love love you, you. girls. Yes, we love you, girls. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.